You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here today at the back line with the owner and co-founder, Dylan Rohde. Thank you very much for inviting us down here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming, stopping by. Yes, it's been a really, long time coming. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> I know you've got some different shows that are happening and just wanted to kind of touch base with you and talk to you all about everything that's going on down here at the Backline. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we do pretty much anything comedy related. So stand-up, sketch, improv, even musical improv. Oh, cool. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, we do any of that. <laughs> anything that's funny, we try to get on this stage. And uh, we also teach it. So you have right. classes on all four of those You do all kinds of improv well. classes and stuff? Yeah, and stand-up and sketch. And, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. What are the different kinds of improv? Do you want to give us like a little basic overview? <laughs> sure, <laughs> yes, sure. for those who, yeah. who may not know about the whole improv deal. Yeah, yeah, I think most people are probably still a large amount of America is still familiar with like whose line is it anyway? Yes. Um, which would be short form improv. Okay, um, short so, form. Yeah, okay. which is like, hey, here's what we're going to do. And then we do it. Right. Okay. Um, so like, let's play a little game. We're going to sing a song about this thing and then we do it and then we're done and we move on to the next thing. Okay. That's short form. Okay. Uh, long form, uh, would be like creating basically an entire play on the spot. So a whole, whether it's, there's not always a narrative, but, um, there's like a storyline, maybe something, um, there's scenes, there are longer scenes. Sometimes the whole thing could be one long scene. So I've seen a 40 minute scene completely made up on the spot. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's like. It's like divide. So in the theater world, it would be divided theater, only forty minutes. <laughs> sort of, yeah. You don't have weeks to, to devise it. Uh, no, you have right then to devise <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they usually start off. You know, you get like um, what I kind of consider like a little bit of a writer session before. So the audience will give a suggestion, okay, and you start throwing out ideas in in different ways of like, well, what do y'all think is funny about this? And then you listen to what they laugh at, and then you're like, okay, that's the show you get. Okay. Wow. I like that. So how do you, how do you get people who are thinking about doing improv to actually get up on the stage and do it? I know classes are usually one, Mm -hmm. but you know, how do you, how do you encourage people to do that? That's kind of a, it's a leap of faith. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Certainly public speaking is a big fear for some people. Some people take our classes because of that. Some people want to just have some fun in their week and they're bored and they want to have some fun or meet some new friends. Mm -hmm. We have some people who are like, I'm ready to become a comedian and I want to become funny. And uh, yeah, so we've got a, a whole variety of different people who decide to take the class. I will say that I feel like uh, most often the people who just take it because they want some fun uh, are often sometimes the funniest people. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They've just been looking for an outlet to be funny with for a while, you know, compared to like the ones who were always told they were funny and a class clown in high school and stuff. And then okay. they, they want to be like a ham in the class. And it's like, well, this is tough. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, anybody who wants to do it, I feel like can do it. If you're just like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to dedicate myself and learn. As long as you're always willing to learn, you'll keep getting better. Isn't it odd how far we've come? Because I, I can remember the days, I'm old enough to remember the days of uh, Saturday Night Live when certain people on Saturday Night Live didn't think that the women were funny until, Gil- <laughs> until Gilda Radner came along. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. then finally, in their minds, women could have a place if they were the right women. And we've, we're still evolving mm-hmm. from that. Do you, do you find that 
as a hang up at all with people? Do you feel that? Um, well, women are I, funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess there's still some people who feel that way. I think. Still um, a little bit. But I think the the best thing that you can do is give the people, the women who are funny, plenty of stage time to show people that they are. Right. And yeah. Um, I I know some of my favorite improvisers are women, so. Um, yeah. it's, it's hard to have someone who you respect and laugh at and still hold that old style belief. So <laughs> yeah, if right. you can, if you can, uh, you know, we believe in getting everyone up on stage. It's good for that mentality. I feel like sure. uh, to get rid of those old days and, mm-hmm. and really, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say in improv, sometimes I feel like women are probably funnier than men. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you can almost guarantee if there's a show here and it's a team of men full of team full uh, against a team full of women, the team full of women are going to win. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Because yeah. <laughs> improv is also a lot about listening, and it's tough to do that when you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most honest answers I've ever heard. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I suppose we all should listen a little more. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so um, now, you yourself um, uh, are you are you originally uh, from this area, or because uh, I knew you were out in California for a while? Um, mm-hmm. I'm from kind of. Uh, so I was born in Sioux City. Sioux City, okay, yeah. not far. And uh, then I sort of, when my parents split up, I sort of bounced around a little bit. So my mom kept moving to like a small, the next small town to the next small town to the okay. next small town, uh. slowly getting like an hour away. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, uh, my dad like went all the way out to Arizona, you know, <laughs> so like, right. it was, oh. it was like a big jump and then kind of bounced around a little bit. And, um, I just recently right. went to Vegas, which I lived there as a little bit for a kid as well. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I love not as fun as a kid. Yeah, no. probably not. No. <laughs> no, not all that to do there. No. <laughs> now, when you were out in California, uh, we were reading that um, you got to work with or study with uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade. Yes. Which is kind of a big deal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, formerly Amy Poehler's uh, improv group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just sold it, as I was mentioning right before we did this, but... Um, yeah, they, they were kind of uh, the top improv school for a little bit there. Yeah, they they might still be considered that, but they haven't really been open much. So, okay. um, yeah, things <laughs> things have shifted on the national level as far as, like, the major improv schools in the nation. Have so they? Okay. IO, uh, IO was a, one of, like, the original ones, the mm-hmm. Del Close uh, one. And that one had closed down, and then they sold it. And so now, like, um, some big companies taking it over. I don't oh, remember wow. who it was. And then Second City also kind of sold to a corporate thing. So, oh, did they really? Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So right now you've got all the, the three top kind of improv teaching schools in the nation are all now kind oh, of more corporate, corporate a little bit. So yeah. it's a little tough to say what the future of improv is in uh, on uh, a national, national scale here. Um, wow. Yeah, it's in a weird spot. That is in a weird spot. Well, thank you for offering improv classes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> independent. Yes, please. <laughs> I got an independent label here. Yes, let's not have corporate improv classes, please. <laughs> uh, but if you want to take a corporate improv class, I can teach that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's different rules for the corporate kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and what is IO West? You're with that. that yeah, so it used to be well. Improv Olympic. Um, which you might recognize that name. Yes, I do recognize that. Um, they had to change it because of the name Olympic. Uh, 
Oh, oh really? They yeah. made him it's copyrighted. Yeah, or something. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is the the stand up place the improv uh, almost tried to sue them to take off the improv, but the judge was like, "You can't take the word improv." Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Okay. But so Olympic, you can. Olympic, you can take. Yeah. All right. Huh. Um, so then they were I.O. and then uh, the West was the L.A. version instead of the Chicago one. Okay. Um, and okay. then that closed down, actually, um, the West one closed down like six, seven years ago, I think. Mm. Maybe maybe not that long ago, but okay. quite a while. So did you travel with your with your show? Did you, did you do some traveling as well? Uh, like with like improv before I yeah. came here? Yeah. Not, not, I don't know about travel. I mean, I was in Hollywood, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to the different venues. Um, I know uh, uh, one night there was a time where I performed at three different venues in one night. And I was oh, like, excellent. this feels great. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to Hollywood and go to different clubs and go to places. Heck and yeah. That Absolutely. felt really great. Um, and we, I had performed at like IO and Second City and then one other place that night. And um, uh, But I didn't travel a whole lot. I, th- I did uh, one teaching thing at a, like a kid's camp. You know, when I was in California, <laughs> I taught around to some kids, and that was about it. Um, but I knew I wanted to teach, and uh, Omaha okay. didn't have a whole lot of improv at the time, um, and so I knew it was a good place to uh, kind of figure things out without a whole lot of competition. Yeah. And you opened uh, Backline, was it 2011? Mm-hmm. Yeah, February 2011. Okay. I moved back and uh, started my first class within the month. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. You nice. knew what you wanted yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, because you got your BS from of of theater mm-hmm. from Wayne, Nebraska. Yeah, you've probably <laughs> seen the billboards for Wayne. It's like once a wild cat, always a wild cat. So I'm, oh, a, I'm yes. always a wild cat, I guess. There you, you go. Know. There you go. <laughs> always a wild cat. So you always knew that you wanted to do some kind of theater or improv. How did you decide on improv? Then? Or yeah, <laughs> comedy. How did you get into comedy? Yeah. You sure. kind of did the acting thing, and then you know it was. Uh, I, I sort of analyzed myself in uh, high school of like, what, what am I actually going to want to follow? Because I wanted to do science. Oh. And that was like something. But I was like, I don't want all that homework. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It was like so much work. And I was like, I just want to be funny. And uh, cool. I was like, I like I like being a goof. I like, uh, I, I like reading like as characters and stuff like that. And I was like, something about this is fun. And I thought I was just going to, you know, move to Hollywood and be a Hollywood uh, star, you know? Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and my high school coach was like, you should probably do plays if you want to be an actor. And I was like, okay, fair. And uh, I started doing plays. And then I went, I was like, well, um, I, sh- uh, I had to go to college uh, before I agreed uh, to go to college before going on in life. So I did. I went to four years of college. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, I went for theater and, um, yeah. And then, um, I, I, the whole time, I guess I didn't plan on doing a whole lot of stage. I just, oh, in my mind, I was like, well, eventually I'm gonna be film. I don't know why I'm doing all the stage stuff, but I ended up yeah. growing up to really like the stage until I moved to LA and then, um, theater, live theater in LA is really rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's is it? so rough. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe if you're like established and famous, it's probably whatever, but mm-hmm. when you're starting off, um, it's it's weird and no one's really committed because everyone's waiting for commercial auditions. And oh like, really? Um, no. So um, the theater's just sort of something to do until they get yeah, a better job. Yeah. Um, uh, what a bummer. Yeah. Wow. So I had a real hard time getting into it, and, I, and people just don't care as much because it's not a big deal there, you know. Right, because it's mm-hmm. it's Hollywood, yeah. it's the film, yeah. and TV <laughs> town. Yeah. But the the replacement mm-hmm. was kind of the live improv, um, okay. and I went to um, I I started trying to make some money editing video. And so I, 
um, reached out to the Upright Citizens Brigade offering to do their uh, demo reels for anybody who wanted one for free. I was going to do one. And two of the founders ended up reaching out. And uh, one of them was like, hey, come on and see a show. I'll give you the clips. Because I, I had to still get the DVDs and then burn the DVDs onto my computer. Kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I went and saw a show. And I was like, whatever this is, I love it. And I was, I was in love right away. Because it was just a group of people up on stage having fun. Yeah, and for sure. It yeah. just seemed like great. That's so. I love. I love to see people who know pretty much exactly what they want to do in life. It's just they, because so many of us just fall into things because we need a job and we have bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. And so I, for me, as a business minion, I I find it really refreshing to meet people who like that. This is exactly what I want to do. You know, yeah. they find it and they know it, and that's what you know. That's what they do. So. Uh, you know, uh, I. Uh, I, I rec- just last week was talking to my therapist about, um, you know, being creative and she was like, you know, it's, it's a, a way for you to communicate your thoughts and that's how it's been. And I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that was me trying to communicate. You know, <laughs> like I didn't, I just like, I like creating, uh, yeah. and I like doing things. And now that I'm looking at it, like, Oh, this is a way for me to communicate my thoughts. Uh, it changes how I've been like, kind of like, do I want to do this? Is this me really? communicating my thoughts? Yeah, um, maybe I don't want to do this project or like, I like this because I can communicate what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. That's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it allows you to kind of hone in a little bit more mm-hmm. on, uh, on really what you want to do. That's very interesting. And what are your favorite things that you like to talk about when you do stand up? What's your, what's your, most fav- your most favorite thing to talk about? You know, uh, stand up is like one of my um, things that I feel as like on my weaker side, but I'm trying to okay. I'm trying to work on it all. So I, I try to get better. At it okay. All. And uh, I've been sort of re- uh, reassessing my take. Um, I used to tell like kind of more messed up you know like oh is this gonna shock you kind of stuff oh okay um and then uh i i've been sort of experimenting with different things i i really like puns but like they're really tough to tell in front of a crowd (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh because they can seem so cheesy that everyone's like oh i hate this sure um but uh i just recently i did my first clean set um, I've, uh, I've never like tried to do a straight up clean stand-up mm-hmm. set and it okay. went really well. And I was like, well, Good. I could probably do more of this, Good for you. Um, but I'm, I'm still at the point where half of my clean stand-up set is still self self-deprecating, you know? So I, I'd like to, okay. I'd like to move away from a little right. of that, but from the self-deprecation, sure. You but, don't need to communicate yeah. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they can see that I'm fat and bald. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was referring back to your therapist. <laughs> But it gets laughs, you see. So now, when you first um, uh, opened this place and we're sort of uh, assembling um, your group, do you have sort of a, a group of regulars that um, kind of uh, frequent here, or? Um? Uh, so that's a great question. We don't have um, a lot of. You'll, you'll go to a lot of places where they have like a set cast where it's like, this is who we are. We are these group right. of like 10 individuals mm-hmm. or something. Right. Um, we're mostly in the training center aspect of it. So it's okay. just all about getting a lot of people trained. Um, and from there, they form their own groups. 
Um, we have, okay. we've had some longer lasting teams that way. Um, and we have some that are like kind of rotating shows. Uh, our main one is interrogated, which is just like whoever our top players are basically at the time. Okay. And that changes. It's now been 10 years that we've been doing that show. So it changes often. Um, also being here, uh, it, it tends to be that like the people who are best, end up moving away <laughs> they're oh, like oh yeah. i'm really good at this i'm gonna go to chicago new york or la sure right. um now lately it's been nice that people are coming back which is great really okay um, well at least nice. like great for the community i hope they feel great about it yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> but like it's nice yeah because then they went and learned somewhere else as well and then they came back and they're able to add that to the community and that's mm-hmm. cool yeah wow um yeah and um uh, we've certainly with like a set cast, it has certain benefits of like when I go to visit other cities and I'm like, Oh, you all are the same eight people. I always see this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. they're, they're really good because they together have been working together for so long. Um, sure. But, um, when it comes to things like if our, uh, kind of, uh, money, uh, um, what's it called? Not a method, but whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, is like, the classes aspect is a big deal. Um, you know, that we have to basically keep training new people often. Sure. And so you got to get them stage time. You got to, um, mm-hmm. let them keep growing rather than just focusing on eight people. All right. the time. So, Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. And I noticed, I don't have your schedule in front of me, but I noticed, I think it's Friday night. You have like two kind of back to back things and sometimes a third thing, or is that Saturday night? Uh, both. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Right now we have two, Mostly two shows on Friday and Saturday each. Okay. Um, but we're going to be going up to three. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we have a, a 7, an 8.30, and a 10. The 10s were tough during the pandemic, but we're yeah. bringing the 10s back now. 10 o'clock, oh, cool. we're coming back. Yeah. Excellent. I'm so happy that we got a chance to talk today because I don't think that everybody realizes all the things that you all do here. Yeah, you guys do quite a bit here. And have a, a and it's not just, oh, hey, come see some stand-up comedy. You guys have a lot of different kind of themed shows. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, of course all of the different classes, um, I, there's kind of a lot happening here. I, I think, uh, it's sort of deceptively so, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, ah, it's just a comedy place. Well, not really. Well, there's other stuff going on too. And I think it would be really good for people who are in theater and, and, and actors to be able to do improv. Don't you think that's kind of a basic thing? Because mm-hmm. I suppose things do happen during a production. Things you always have happen. Be, <laughs> you have to be ready and, yeah. and to switch gears and get everything back on track. For sure. When I was in uh, like live stage theater, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was a strickler for lines and I would memorize every line so i would never mess up and have a moment where i blanked i was like a big fear for me and oh, okay i was i was down on lines probably like the first person off book half the time oh, wow. and i was like i need to i need to get this um and uh now it's tough because now that i don't have a script yes um it, it, when i go back to one i'm like oh this is a lot of work <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you look at it and you're like, well, I, I, I'd like to say it this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this would be funnier. <laughs> yeah, this is much funnier. Oh, we can't change the script? All oh, right. Yeah, then there's They that. get mad when you change the script, I know. <laughs> uh, certainly one thing that really helps with improv is auditions. Um, oh, yes. huge. Because I learned 
as soon as I started taking improv classes, my auditions changed huge because mm-hmm. now you can, you can take nothing and make it something mm-hmm. where like, they're like, here's one line. And you're like, this is all I get to say. Uh, yeah. and then they're like, okay, but I can do something with this. You can make that one yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've um, never heard that before. That is excellent advice. Improv, especially for the worst thing in the world, which is auditioning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I don't yeah. know anybody who likes auditioning. <laughs> right. Or just and, even getting a comfort level. Yeah. But, but doing improv classes and stuff down here with you guys. Oh my God. I've never, I've never even thought about that. I bet mm-hmm. that is hugely in LA, but by the time I left, I don't know what it's like now, but by the time I left, you couldn't get a commercial audition without improv experience. Really? Yeah. At least not like a standard, like just, just if you had improv experience, you were... Yeah. They'd want to see that on the resume. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So did, did you, so I take it you got, you had a chance to do some auditions while you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I did mm-hmm. uh, a number yeah. of auditions. Sure. I mean, what is that process like? If just from speaking from sure. someone who's experienced it. Um, it's, it's all right. Um, usually you walk into a room um, dressed like everybody else. <laughs> it's the same. Right. Uh, you all look the same, and uh, you walk into a room of like four people, and they're like, "All right, go ahead and and uh, do your thing." And then you're like, "Yes, okay." Can you can I say that again? Yes. <laughs> like, all right, that's all we need. Okay, next person. Right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Good audition. Good audition. Yeah. Because <laughs> wow. uh, there's seriously like one sentence almost always is a commercial audition. Maybe yeah. you get two. Sure. You know? and, sure. Um, but yeah. you have to have your headshots, and so, of course, you've got to have a resume that's mm-hmm. got all the stuff on it about mm-hmm. about you, right? Yeah, and you want different headshots, too. So, like, if you're like, I'm walking in for something serious or something comedic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. You can vary up. Different okay. ones. That makes sense. That's uh, really interesting. I had a fun uh, audition once of this thing called FUBAR. Uh, it was, okay. uh, uh, I, won't, I won't say what it spells out, but it was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a tool. I don't, I don't know if they still make it, but um, it was like Stanley or something was having this tool called the Foot Bar. And so I went into audition and I had just hurt my back recently. And oh. they're like, we need you to swing this. And so I swung it and I'm sure I showed all my pain in that swing. Mm-hmm. And I got a callback. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that was so great. But by the time I went in for my callback, the pain was gone. And I don't know if I just... Uh, like didn't have it anymore, oh, and I no. didn't make the thing. But I was like, man, oh. should I hurt my back again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you rather have me injured? <laughs> that get me work? Oh wow! Yeah. You have to you find yourself going through the internet looking for clips of people who hurt themselves. Yeah. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's really interesting. Well, I'm I'm glad you're back here and <laughs> yeah, you're helping same. people here. It's really nice to have a place like this. Um, not only uh, a real nice comedy club, but a place that's that's teaching improv and and teaching it from someone who's been there, done that. Yeah, and uh, that mm-hmm. that's actually really valuable, I think. Um, and gosh, now that I've heard that that that, that, that the, the improv still is connected with auditions, I I, I think you may be seeing me down. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like every I actor could... I literally never yeah, thought yeah, of, yeah. and right. I don't know why. Yeah. How, re- how unbelievable is that? Never thought mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, and I had a friend that I worked with that was nervous to talk in front of people, so she took an improv class. Did improv class. While she was here in Omaha. So, yeah, and she felt like it helped her a lot. Mm-hmm. And she was funny to begin with. She was just shy. I've, I've heard people say that no matter what their job is, that they feel like it helps. Yeah. Even if it's just, you know, working together better with a group of people. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you were talking about like, yeah, you know what you want to do. I actually spread myself out very thin. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you? like fast, the comedy, whether it's stand up, improv, sketch. I also, you know, I like, I don't, uh, I do karaoke a lot. I'm a karaoke oh. junkie. Are you a karaoke yeah, junkie? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, What's your favorite thing to sing? What's your favorite oh, thing? What's one of your big Right go-tos? now, Kendrick Lamar's Humble. Um, oh, okay. Which, like, yeah, I do hip hop, so <laughs> people wouldn't guess that. There you people go. People wouldn't guess that I was going to go up there and rap, uh, but nope. I do. And uh, <laughs> uh, Eminem's Rap God is one that I've won a competition for. I got oh wow third place in the city finals. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to give us a sample? <laughs> sure, sure. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do them. Sumalama, dumalama, you were suing, I'm a human. What I got to do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, animated, rubber slit, anything you say is ricocheting off of me and it'll glue to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> a little hard to do without a beat, but. Yay. <laughs> I could not do that. I could not do that. I love it. That's awesome. That's a ta- yeah. That is a skill. That is a learned skill. <laughs> I, I do incorporate it in a little in my stand up too. So I like to do one about if Eminem was born wealthy. Okay, all right. Do you want to hear it real quick? Yeah, please, please. Okay. okay. Look. If you had a number of shots or unlimited opportunities to seize like anything you ever wanted at any moment, would you capture it or let someone hand it to you? Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's lobster bisque. (laughs) <laughs> and that's just because I think rich people eat lobster bisque but I don't know. why not <laughs> why not <laughs> that's awesome thank you for I doing that I love it everybody gets a little bit of a taste of, <laughs> of the wrapping technique yes and also we were reading that you were uh, putting together some kind of little animated movie or short or something yep uh, an animated series animated series yeah. so, webisode yeah a webisode yeah. okay cool um, yeah so uh it, and actually, the newest one has Kevin McDonald in it from oh. Disney Hall. Yeah. He plays Dracula. Okay. Um, which is, he, he makes a very fun Dracula. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then the way only Kevin can. Yes. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's called Troglobites. Troglobites. And it's, uh, it's a little bit of a weird concept, but uh, I've made the first three episodes, so hopefully people can kind of like understand what it is and then i'm going to be starting to pitch it here pretty soon um but it's they're just shorts um it's basically like if uh humans had evolved underground and uh whatever those things are are what is uh been mistaken for all of our monsters throughout history Hmm. so whether it's vampires or zombies or aliens we keep seeing these things and thinking that they're all these different monsters wow (laughs) and so that's the concept behind the show okay that's amazing. Yeah. Where are people going to be able to see the little things you're putting together beforehand? Uh, they can find them on YouTube just by searching okay. Troglobites Animated Series. Troglobites Animated Series okay. on YouTube. I can put a link in the show notes. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely have to go out and see that. Troglobites. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So where do you get ideas? Where do you get your inspiration for that? Oh, man. So that, that one was uh, my first sketch writing meeting when I was in L.A. We oh. were like, let's let's come up with some sketch ideas. And I had this idea. And everyone's like, that's not a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fair. Um, so I tried to write it as a movie. And I was like, this is way too big of a budget for anything I'll ever make. And I don't okay. know how to make this. And I kind of I quit after like 30, 40 pages. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe if I write it as a book. Um, so I tried to write it as a book, a novel, and I made it also about 40 pages and I quit <laughs> oh, <laughs> and okay. I was like, this just isn't it. 
And then one day I was like, animation is the best way to do this idea on a smallish budget. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's been working really great, and I've really been liking doing it. Now, right now, I'm doing the animating myself. I was going to say, are you doing <laughs> the animation? Yeah. It's like way too much time. Wow. Um, so I'm doing like an episode every year or two, (laughs) which is way too slow at this point. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to find an animator. If you're an animator out there listening and you're like, I want a cool project, (laughs) reach out to me. Yes. Troglobites is for you. Come on down to the back line and talk to this man about troglobites. Please. We must have more. That's awesome. So did you teach yourself how to do animation or I downloaded uh, a free software, like a trial, like a 30 day yeah. trial. And I made one in like 30 days and it was all right, but it wasn't that great. Um, and then when I thought of this, I was like, you know, I've tried animating before. So yeah. you'll see in the animation, my progress in animating as I go from episode one to three it gets a little better a little better at least it got better not worse yeah. that's okay so just jump to the third one and if you're like I like this then go back and then watch go back and watch okay. <laughs> okay. All right. yeah, I can't work. wait to see it that that should be really fun I'll put the links in so people can check it out absolutely how much fun you have so many wonderful things so many outlets that you're choosing to communicate that's that's awesome thanks that's right and of course, the back line is downtown. Yes. On 1618 Harney Street. 1618 Harney. Yep. Right by the Orpheum. Right by the Orpheum. That's right. We are right. And the right place next that you can get shawarma. And right next to oh, a where place. do you get shawarma? Uh, this door. place right next to. Oh, door. Oasis has shawarma now. Uh, well, they said they did. Their sign says. They oh, did, so. oh, wow! I didn't know that. <laughs> I haven't been we over there in a little shawarma. bit. Yes, very exciting for the shawarma. Oh, shorma. I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you can get you get something to drink here, and you get some snacks, and watch a sh- watch the show. That's great that you can yep. do that. <laughs> well, uh, guys, Dylan, thank you so so much for inviting us down here to the back line. Yes, um, thank I, you. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my first time I've ever been here, so thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for coming. And uh, and we will absolutely be back to see some shows for sure. Um, absolutely. Gosh, we, we we try to get out and see everything. So. It's hard um, to do. We, and we to talked do, to Kendra and uh, your mom's comedy show. We've talked to oh, them. Oh, yes, mom's comedy show. I know show. sometimes they're down here. Yeah, they just had a show the other night. Yes. Yeah. Funny, funny ladies. Uh, yes. and, and, and once again, another one of the really funny shows that they do down here. Because uh, they do like a once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. once mm-hmm. a month your mom's comedy shows down here. Yeah. Funny ladies, yep. funny ladies. Yep. But uh, thank you so much for inviting us here. And uh, we will absolutely be back and talk to you about the festival. Yes. Because you got some pretty neat folks <laughs> yes. going to be showing up. Yeah. Yes. And check out your classes. Yes. yes. So Dylan Rohde, the owner and founder of The Backline. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.